the fifth day of the week. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12, verse 2. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5, 48. For the past three days, our focus has been on the loving God to whom we belong. Now we consider how our love for God moves us toward transformed lives, a process sometimes referred to as sanctification or going on to perfection. To be told by Jesus that we are to be perfect as God is perfect is a terrifying thing, a command so intimidating that we snatch it from our memories unless we think of it in terms of capacity, not identical quantity. A pint jar can be as perfectly full as a 10-gallon jar, even though the amount each holds is vastly different. We are not expected to have the infinite capacity for goodness and grace that characterizes God. But we can be and are expected to live up to the human capacity God has put within each of us, in varying measures, just as the Almighty lives up to the full capacity of deity. Further, the process of fulfilling the capacity given to us involves divine assistance. Sanctification, as this process is often called, is not a good work we do for God, but a good work God does within us when we open ourselves to the one who made us, who knows our capacity, and who brings us to fulfillment when we allow it. Before this Holy One, we present ourselves not as burnt offerings on an altar, but as a living sacrifice in the world. Romans 12, verse 1. Opening Prayer Accept me, O Lord, as a sacrifice, alive and eager to be used as you see fit, that I am all too conformed to this world. I readily confess with shame, transform me by your mighty power. Renew my mind, that I may discern your will, that I may both know and do what is good, acceptable, and perfect. This I pray together with the whole church through that one who was the supremely perfect sacrifice, Jesus, Savior of the world. Amen. Psalm 18, verses 7 through 15. Earth wobbles and lurches. Huge mountains shake like leaves, quake like aspen leaves because of his rage. His nostrils flare, bellowing smoke. His mouth spits fire. Tongues of fire dart in and out. He lowers the sky. He steps down. Under his feet, an abyss opens up. He's riding a winged creature, swift on wind wings. Now he's wrapped himself in a trench coat of black cloud darkness. But his cloud brightness burst through, spraying hailstones and fireballs. Then God thundered out of heaven. The high God gave a great shout, spraying hailstones and fireballs. God shoots his arrows, pandemonium. He hurls his lightning, a rout. The secret sources of ocean are exposed. The hidden depths of earth lie uncovered. The moment you roar in protest, let loose your hurricane anger. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 1, verses 21 through 31. How the faithful city has become a harlot, she who was full of justice. 
Righteousness once lodged in her, but now murderers. Your silver has become dross, your drink diluted with water. Your rulers are rebels and companions of thieves. Everyone loves a bribe and chases after rewards. They do not defend the orphan, nor does the widow's plea come before them. Therefore the Lord God of hosts, the mighty one of Israel, declares, Ah, I will be relieved of my adversaries and avenge myself of my foes. I'll also turn my hand against you, and will smelt away your dross as with lye, and will remove all your alloy. Then I'll restore your judges as at the first, and your counselors as at the beginning. After that, you will be called the city of righteousness, a faithful city. Zion will be redeemed with justice, and her repentant ones with righteousness. But transgressors and sinners will be crushed together, and those who forsake the Lord will come to an end. Surely you will be ashamed of the oaks which you have desired, and you will be embarrassed at the gardens which you have chosen. For you will be like an oak whose leaf fades away, or as a garden that has no water. The strong man will become tender, his work also a spark. Thus they shall both burn together, and there will be none to quench them. From the first letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. For you yourselves know, brethren, that our coming to you was not in vain, but after we had already suffered and been mistreated in Philippi, as you know, we had the boldness in our God to speak to you the gospel of God amid much opposition, for our exhortation does not come from error or impurity or by way of deceit, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who examines our hearts. For we never came with flattering speech, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness, nor did we seek glory from men, either from you or from others, even though as apostles of Christ we might have asserted our authority. But we proved to be gentle among you, as a nursing mother tenderly cares for her own children, having so fond an affection for you. We were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had been very dear to us. For you recall, brethren, our labor and our hardship, how working night and day so as not to be a burden to any of you, we proclaim to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and so is God, how devoutly and uprightly and blamelessly we behave toward you believers. Just as you know how we were exhorting and encouraging and imploring each one of you as a father would his own children, so that you would walk in a manner worthy of the God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 20, verses 9 through 18. And he began to tell this parable. A man planted a vineyard and renting out to vine growers and went on a journey for a long time. At the harvest time, he sent a slave to the vine growers so they would give him some of the produce of the vineyard. But the vine growers beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He presented to send another slave, and they beat him also and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty-handed. He proceeded to send a third, and this one they also wounded and cast out. The owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I'll send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the vine growers saw him, they reasoned with one another, saying, This is the heir. Let us kill him, so the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy these vine growers and will give the vineyard to others. When they heard it, they said, May it never be. But Jesus looked at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected, they became the chief cornerstone. 
Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness, offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Andrew Charlesworth. Heavenly Father, in the darkness of grief, may the light of Christ shine. In the darkness of suffering, may the light of Christ shine. In the darkness of oppression, may the light of Christ shine. In the darkness of captivity, may the light of Christ shine. In the darkness of our lives, may the light of Christ shine. When all seem lost, when hope is hard to find, when we cannot understand the way things are, may the light of Christ shine. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.